welcome to our June Lunch and Learn. Today's topic is hybrid workplaces and managing your remote workers. So I suppose the first question is, what is a hybrid workplace? The term hybrid workplaces refers to um, the mix of remote work, so perhaps work at home or work elsewhere away from the office, and working in the office. So a hybrid workplace is that mix of remote work, so working from home and then working in the office. Obviously, there are a number of benefits to um, hybrid working, and that's why we're seeing a steady increase in that model being adopted Um, Some of those benefits are improved mental health and productivity of employees, the positive response to the flexibility between working from home and working in the office, lowered staff absenteeism. We're seeing that there's less chance of employees getting ill or catching um, illnesses in the office and a decrease in employees taking a sickie because the hybrid work environment facilitates that work from home model. We're also seeing an increase in staff retention, um, which is a positive for employers because you're seeing less time and money being spent on recruitment as employees are happy with the flexibility that they're being offered and so therefore they're happy to stay in that workplace. Another benefit would be the potential cost saving for employers. There's a reduced need to perhaps rent office spaces, decrease in the electricity costs and supplies, such as furniture, stationary computers that are not required if people are not working um, in a fixed office environment. And that another benefit would be the better work-life balance. So being able to work in a hybrid environment where perhaps you're not being required to go into the office means that employees have got more time for things like physical exercise, perhaps better sleeping habits, that sort of thing that is equating to a much healthier lifestyle and um, by extension of that, a more productive employee. With um, all of these scenarios in the workplace, there are challenges as well. Some of the most common challenges we're seeing as workplaces roll out the hybrid work environment, challenges with maintaining regular contact uh, with employees who work from home, um, ensuring a balanced output in terms of work matters, and then um, between, sorry, those who are working in the office and those who are working from home. So ensuring that that workload um, and the output is the same regardless of where they're working, not being aware of or knowing how to deal with mental health issues for employees who are working remotely, where people are not in front of you. It's much harder to measure that mental health and how they're traveling. And some of those impacts include loneliness or feeling of the feeling of isolation when they're working from home. Managing productivity levels, so ensuring that the same amount of work is being done whether they're working in the office or remotely. And um, ensuring your employees don't become too accustomed to that uh, sedentary lifestyle. So when they're working from home, perhaps there's less chance of them getting up and going for a walk or um, getting up and interacting with other employees. So making sure that there's still that physical break from work, etc. And then ensuring that teamwork and collaboration doesn't decline. So finding ways to um, ensure that you've still got that collaboration between your team members.
So some considerations before you do implement um, a hybrid offering in your workplace. Employers need to set some very clear expectations regarding responsibilities and communication for those team members who are going to be working from home. The second consideration would be ensuring that the tasks that they currently undertake are suitable to be performed from home. Obviously, not every um, task that employees do is capable of being done at home. So making sure that you have got enough work that they can perform at home and that there's not um, any sort of negative impacts in that regard. There should also be consideration given to fairness and consistency for all of your employees, whether they're working from home or in the office. So all of your employees need to be treated equally and inclusively, regardless of where they're actually performing that work. And for employers or managers, it's really important that you avoid that out of sight out of mind theory. So um, ensuring that as managers, you're still engaging with those employees, even if they're not in the workplace. Another um, consideration would be how you're going to manage performance and performance appraisals and check the productivity that each employee is putting out there and how you're going to manage that if they're not in the workplace. So um, I guess it, that's about oversight and how you're going to manage that within your individual workplace. Another consideration would be the social events. So if you've currently got um, maybe birthday cakes um, once a month for everyone in the office or um, perhaps on Friday afternoons you have drinks at a bar down the road or something, how you're going to still deliver that and create um, an inclusive environment for your employees if you do adopt the remote or hybrid working environment for your workplace. And finally, consideration needs to be given to your relevant workplace policies, ensuring that they're all up to date, but also how that application is going to roll out for people who are working in hybrid environment. At a minimum, we'd be suggesting that uh, you develop a hybrid and remote working policy and that you've got a mental health and wellbeing policy that actually takes into account that remote and hybrid working environment for employees and sets the guidelines and expectations for everyone involved. So requirements for hybrid work environment. Certainly uh, the hybrid work policy needs to be given a fair amount of consideration. This policy would be designed to set out the expectations, conditions and possible risks for a business operating under a hybrid work model. The policy should provide a reminder to all parties that they have a duty of care in relation to work, health and safety and that that uh, duty of care extends beyond the four walls of your standard office and into the hybrid environment that your employee is working in. All the responsibilities of the party should be clearly set out within that policy and we would encourage a clause that discusses the supports that are available for people, perhaps um, your EAP or other counselling services for anyone that is finding that that hybrid environment uh, might be creating some challenges for them. 
The policy should or could also provide an equipment checklist and an acknowledgement for the employee that they need to um, identify what equipment that they're using that is their own property and what equipment that they're using that is the company's property so that you can get that equipment back if you need to at the end of the employment relationship. We'd also suggest that any um, hybrid work policy includes a risk assessment checklist that your employees undertake prior to commencing hybrid work so that they take the time to have a look at their workstation, make sure that it is um, sufficient and suitable for them to carry out work away from the office. At that point too, they should be identifying any hazards and reporting those back to the workplace so that you can uh, um, deal with those hazards if you need to. The next step is um, our checklist. So you do need to follow up with any issues or concerns um, that an employee raises in relation to working from home. So employers have an obligation to ensure that if your employee is working remotely, they have all of the necessary equipment to carry out those tasks. We'd also suggest that you're establishing a high priority in relation to mental health and wellbeing. We all saw during COVID the impact for some employees of working remotely and being away from that collaborative work environment. So making sure that you've got a system in place to still check in with those employees and make sure that they're being supported if they need it. Ensuring that you've provided adequate training so that your employees can carry out their tasks safely in their hybrid environment and ensure that you're following up on any issues or concerns an employee might raise in relation to working from home. We'd also suggest that you promote and maintain a strong line of communication for employees holding regular team meetings or Zoom meetings so that everyone can still have that collaboration and communication. Things like anchor days so that they are still coming back into the office and having those regular one-on-one catch-ups and um, perhaps even considering platforms that allow um, internal chat groups so you can maintain that collaboration. So next we step into the work health safety component of managing your Um, hybrid work environment. So all of your work health safety requirements that currently need to be adhered to in your standard or normal work environment extend to the hybrid work environment. So it's really important that employers understand that regardless of where that employee is carrying out their work, all of those work health safety obligations still exist. So you're responsible to follow up and resolve any work health safety issues that are identified by an employee who's working in a hybrid or remote environment. So it's it's important that you're having discussions about that work health safety obligation and educating your team on their role in identifying those risks. So ensuring that there are clear pathways to and from their workstation, that there's no tripping hazards, things like extension cords are adequately covered and secured, that they have the correct ergonomic setup for their workstation with sufficient light, minimal noise and interruptions, that they have an adequate desk and chair, Um, even things like a working smoke alarm. It's really important that the environment that they're working in, if it's away from the office, is as safe um, as the environment you're providing in your workplace. And then 
Probably the other two factors that need to be given a fair amount of consideration is encouraging regular breaks. So getting them to take still take a lunch break, even though they're not in the office, but also get up and go for a walk and stretch. And then ensuring that the work day doesn't extend beyond their normal hours. So it is easy when you're working from home to think that you'll just finish another 10 or 15 emails or spend another um, 20 minutes wrapping things up. But we are seeing that then the work day is extending beyond what it normally would be. Um, or the span of hours that they're actually working might, you know, start at 5am and not finish until 10pm because they're doing some other things in between. So just having discussions about your expectations in that space. And there are a couple of other complex work health safety issues. Things like managing bullying and harassment or sexual harassment um, need to be considered. And then, you know, injuries from prolonged sitting. And of course, the potential for domestic violence issues, which we did see discussed quite heavily during COVID. And again, we've touched on mental health issues a few times. So it's just thinking about how you're going to manage those in the workplace. So, in terms of assessing that work health safety environment, it's important that your employees do carry out a work health safety inspection in their home. So looking for those trip hazards, lighting, noise, all of those sorts of elements um, before they commence working um, away from the work environment. Um, the next thing we wanted to touch on was managing the disconnect um, from an employer's perspective. So making sure you have um, a designated time or day to speak to the employees and check in on how they're going. Um, at Effective Workplace Solutions, we use a Monday morning team catch-up and that allows us to catch up with everyone and just, I suppose, from a management perspective, um, assess how everyone seems to be going as part of our team meeting and then we've got the option to follow up afterwards or encourage people to stay online and have a chat with us so that we can check in with our team if they're working remotely. Things like starting that group chat thread, getting creative about how you connect with your employees. It doesn't have to be a phone call. It might be Zooms, emails. And I think another important element is regularly checking in with employees in terms of their workload. When people are in the office, it's really easy to see if they're getting a bit snowed under. Maybe they haven't taken a lunch break for a couple of days, something like that. When they're remote, it's a little bit harder. So making sure you are having those discussions with your employees and then still promoting those social functions and, and making sure that employees, even if they're in a hybrid environment, are still in, invited to those events. Lastly, I just wanted to touch on a um, case study. So in 2021, Google announced its new hybrid work model. Google determined that combining the in-office and the at-home hybrid model gave employers, sorry, employees the best of both worlds. Um, Google believes that this model for their workplace gives the employees the ability to maintain those four pillars of mental health, which are physical health, emotional health, cognitive health and social health, while still providing the social interactions that come with work and providing them a space to work from home as well. So Google's aim was to foster professional relationships, but reduce the anxieties that come perhaps with having to come into the workplace all the time and increase job satisfaction and overall happiness. 
So for Google, they've actually moved um, to a model that sees most of their employees working less days in the office and working more remotely, but there is options for those employees to come into the office and work how they feel comfortable. Um, The other thing that Google did, which I thought was really interesting, is they've offered four weeks per year where employees can work anywhere. So um, that could be working in another Google office, but it could also be working while they're on holidays with family, that sort of thing. So Google have certainly embraced that um, hybrid model of work. Key takeaways for today, obviously not every employee is going to be able to work in a hybrid manner. There are just some jobs that cannot be, you know, operate in a hybrid manner. It's really important that employees are across their responsibilities in terms of managing your employees remotely. So that's including those work health safety obligations and, of course, the psychosocial hazards. There's certainly proven benefits in relation to the working hybrid style and they include higher productivity, happier employees and arguably a better work-life balance. And finally, my key takeaway would be flexibility in the workplace. So certainly having those discussions, it's not going to work for everyone. And you might have one employee that absolutely thrives from working at home, but then other employees that maybe don't, or perhaps they need more supervision. So um, yeah, certainly being flexible in that space and making sure you're engaging with the employees who are going to be undertaking that hybrid work environment. So that's it from me today. Thank you for joining us. So have a great day, guys. Thank you.